Today is the 30th of April, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you want to download the script, there is a download button in the in the show notes. You'll be able to click that and get a PDF of today's episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then again, the giving button is in the is in the show notes. And finally, if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We're talking about mountaineering today. So let's start today's leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Spirit of life and love, we gather together in different ways this morning, from computer screens to phones to car radios. We gather reaching out across the wires, waving from a safe distance to come together. From living room to front porch to car seat, we gather as we are able, ready to be of service to each other, to the world, ready to build a community of hope and of love as we face this bright morning. We are apart, but we are together, offering our love, our commitment, our hope, and our prayers in service to one another and this world. Lord, it's a new way of worship, but it's an old way, and we come together in worship today. Psalm 85, verse 6. Won't you restore our lives again so that your people may find joy in you? This week we've been looking at purpose. We've considered the purpose of Jesus in the light of a relationship with his Father. We've seen that it requires change. Yesterday we looked at purpose through the lens of the Israelites entering the Promised Land. But today I want to talk about something different. I want to talk about our motivation to keep looking for our purpose. Or more precisely, asking God to restore our passion for God's purposes. I used to enjoy the odd bit of mountaineering. I enjoyed the environment and I enjoyed the views and I really did enjoy the thrill of getting to the top. That for me was the big thing. What I really didn't enjoy was some of the drudgery of the climb. That constant step after step after step after step. Now mountaineers have something called a rest step. If you're climbing at any sort of altitude, the rest step becomes really important. It's dead simple. It's not a complicated maneuver. You take a step and you rest. You take another step, and you rest. You don't rest for long, maybe a second or two, but you focus on getting air in your lungs during that time. You focus on just where you're going. It's just time to refocus and re-motivate yourself. And as we walk the way of becoming closer to Jesus, we need those rest steps, those moments when we pause. And in those moments when it seems like we're gasping for air, we ask the words of the psalmist today. Restore our lives so that we can find joy in you, Lord. Then we take another step, and we repeat, and we repeat, and we repeat. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about the crucifixion of Jesus. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? God of truth, prepare our minds to hear your holy word today. Fill our heart. Fill it with your mysterious presence, Lord. And teach us to love your eternal truth. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation. And today we're reading John 19. Then Pilate had Jesus taken away and whipped. The soldiers twisted some thorny branches into a crown, placed it on his head and put a purple cape on him. They went up to him and said, Long live the king of the Jews, and slapped his face. Pilate went outside again and told the Jews, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I don't find this man guilty of anything. Jesus went outside. He was wearing the crown of thorns and the purple cape. Pilate said to the Jews, Look, here's the man. When the chief priests and the guards saw Jesus, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate told them, You take him and crucify him. I didn't find this man guilty of anything. The Jews answered Pilate, We have a law, and by that law he must die because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard them say that, he became more afraid than ever. He went into the palace again and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus didn't answer him. So Pilate said to Jesus, Aren't you going to answer me? Don't you know that I have the authority to free you or to crucify you? Jesus answered Pilate, You wouldn't have any authority over me if it hadn't been given to you from above. That's why the man who handed me over to you is guilty of an even greater sin. When Pilate heard what Jesus said, he wanted to free him, but the Jews shouted, If you free this man, you're no friend of the emperor. Anyone who claims to be king is defying the emperor. When Pilate heard what they said, he took Jesus outside and sat on the judge's seat in a place called Stone Pavement. In Hebrew, it's called Gabbatha. The time was about six o'clock in the morning on Friday of the Passover festival. Pilate said to the Jews, Look, here's your king. Then the Jews shouted, Kill him! Kill him! Crucify him! Pilate answered them, Should I crucify your king? The chief priest responded, The emperor is the only king we have. Then Pilate handed Jesus over to them to be crucified. The soldiers took Jesus. He carried his own cross and went out of the city to a location called the Skull. In Hebrew, this place is called Golgotha. The soldiers crucified Jesus and two other men. Jesus was in the middle. Pilate wrote a notice and put on the cross. The notice read, Jesus from Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many Jews read this notice because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. The notice was written in Hebrew, Latin and Greek. The chief priests of the Jewish people told Pilate, Don't write the king of the Jews. Instead write, he said, that he is the king of the Jews. Pilate replied, I have written what I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them four ways so that each soldier could have a share. His robe was left over. It didn't have a seam because it was woven in one piece from the top to the bottom. The soldiers said to each other, Let's not rip it apart. Let's throw dice to see who will get it. In this way the scripture came true. They divided my clothing among themselves. 
they threw dice for my clothing. So that's what the soldiers did. Jesus' mother, her sister, Mary, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary from Magdala were standing beside Jesus' cross. Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing there. He said to his mother, Look, here's your son. Then he said to the disciple, Look, here's your mother. From that time on she lived with that disciple in his home. After this, when Jesus knew that everything had now been finished, he said, I'm thirsty. He said this so that scripture could finally be concluded. A jar filled with vinegar was there, so the soldiers put a sponge soaked in the vinegar on a hyssop stick and held it to his mouth. After Jesus had taken the vinegar, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and died. Since it was Friday, and the next day was an especially important day of rest, a holy day, the Jewish didn't want the bodies to stay on the crosses. So they asked Pilate to have the men's legs broken, and their bodies removed. The soldiers broke the legs of the first man, and then of the other man who had been crucified with Jesus. When the soldiers came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they didn't break his legs. However, one of the soldiers stabbed Jesus' side with a spear, and blood and water immediately came out. The one who saw this is an eyewitness. What he says is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth that you too will believe. This happened so that scripture would come true. None of his bones were broken. Another scripture passage says, They will look at the person whom they have stabbed. Later, Joseph from the city of Arimathea asked Pilate to let him remove Jesus' body. Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he was afraid of the Jews. Pilate gave him permission to remove Jesus' body. So Joseph removed it. Nicodemus, the one who had first come to Jesus at night, went with Joseph and bought 75 pounds of myrrh and aloe mixture. These two men took the body of Jesus and bound it with strips of linen. They laced the strips with spices. This was the Jewish custom for the burial. A garden was located in the place where Jesus was crucified. In that garden was a new tomb in which no one had yet been placed. Joseph and Nicodemus put Jesus in that tomb, since that day was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for others and our prayers for today.
before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the show notes. We would love to pray for you. We would love to be able to share those difficult times and the joys, actually, some of the joys that we might want to share with each other, particularly in these times when we are so far apart and so far alone. Today we've been asked to pray for Colleen. Colleen has a problem with her back, so we're going to pray for Colleen quickly. And then we're going to say our prayer for today, which is not so much a prayer as a meditation. But let's pray, shall we? Father, we pray for Colleen and her back. We ask, Lord, that you would reach down in your mercy and you would touch her, that you would give her relief and healing, that you would take away her back problem completely, Lord, that she will no longer have any more problems with her back. We read about your crucifixion today, Jesus. And scripture tells us that by your stripes and by your wounds we are healed. And so we pray that prayer for Colleen this morning. We ask this in your name. Amen. And I said our prayer for today is more of a reflection as we listen to some words from God. Let's be still, shall we? I speak to you. Be still. No, I am God. I spoke to you when you were born. Be still. No, I am God. I spoke to you at your first sight. Be still. No, I am God. I spoke to you at your first word. Be still. No, I am God. I spoke to you at your first thought. Be still. No, I am God. I spoke to you at your first song. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the grass of the meadows. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the trees of the forest. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the valleys and the hills. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the holy mountains. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the rain and the snow. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the waves of the sea. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the dew of the morning. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the peace of the evening. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the splendor of the sun. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the brilliant stars. Be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the storm and the clouds. Be still. No. I am God. I speak to you through the thunder and lightning.
be still. No, I am God. I speak to you through the mysterious rainbow. Be still. No, I am God. I will speak to you when you are alone. I will speak to you through the wisdom of the ancients. I will speak to you through the words of scripture. I will speak to you at the end of time. I will speak to you when you have seen my angels. I will speak to you throughout eternity. I speak to you. Be still. No, I am God. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you, now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.